0: Okay, okay. Welcome back into the program, everybody. Starting off the second half of the show, this is Alabama Unfiltered, Ready Radio.
1: <laughs> Sorry, everyone. Scott. I know. I do just not turned you off. I was trying to help. Thanks for being my brother, right, right there. Right, I appreciate you. that. Mm-hmm.
0: So uh, it sounded just like, oh, we don't worry, all right.
1: Hey, the answer is they're old, and you would think, oh, holy cow. That's wow. our halftime conversation. No one gets to know what we were talking about today. <laughs> this is why I'm happy today. We don't have cameras, even though people are like, "When are y'all putting cameras in your studio?"
2: Some, mm. Somehow, the older, the worse
1: it is. Disgusting. It's yeah. like that Golden Bachelor thing. I don't want to see that. That's a that's. I don't even watch The Bachelor, but you know when they were doing promos for oh him. No, like I'm so happy he bachelor. found love. Did he? But no, he
0: didn't.
1: Like if I die, like I, don't put Chris on the Golden Bachelor. We were
0: planning he, on doing that? We were. We were well, Greg and I have already been talking about you it. He did not have to worry
2: about when it, you right? He can just, he's got all his patients coming in. He can just...
1: Well, mm-hmm. if you read some of the message boards... They like him. Well... I would rather not talk about that.
0: No, I think I would rather do. No. So what message boards are we talking about? Are there, there message are area, boards about doctors? local,
1: community message boards, and people let me know, and I'm just Really like, whatever. Whatever. I mean, I'm... That's all I'm going to say. And
0: well, they let you know?
1: No, I have friends who see it and they're see like... See it on the message board." FYI...
0: So-and-so said... So-and-so said blah,
1: blah, blah. I, so I jumped on and said...
0: "It's my husband. Blah, blah, blah. And they said, so? We live in Swingerville. Because <laughs>
1: girls... Yeah, the people out there... Do y'all not know? People talk about you too as well. Do you guys not know this? Look, we
0: are used to being us? treated like pieces of meat. talk about y'all. Like pieces me? of meat. Do it you not histogram. know about
1: women today? Women today are out of control. It's the same thing we talked about when we talked about Anna Maria and down in that area. We lived in Tampa. People is crazy. Let me tell you. In that area. Crazy. We lived in Wesley. Well, we didn't live in Wesley Chapel. We well, lived I in Tampa Palms.
2: I didn't know... That they talk about it openly on, on forums. Oh, they'll, they'll, they'll talk forums. about you.
1: Oh, really? abs- women don't care. Women are aggressive now. Really? Yes. Huh. Uh, you're lucky for me. I'm the female interpreter to tell you. To
0: tell us. Let us know. Don't
1: trust the ladies. Some of them. Not all. Well, just I mean, y'all, you are responsible There's for most percentage. of the divorces
2: now. There's exactly. way, way more silence in this studio than I've ever heard before.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I'm just, I'm just saying, you men get talked about and you don't know it, because men are more. Well, I'm just gonna sit at this table and sip my whiskey and look at that fine lady. Uh-huh. The ladies will get on forums and they they'll have to talk, talk about, about it. it. And they'll text and they'll go to dinner. Yeah. Really? Uh-huh. I'm aware of things. Whatever. That's mm. just I, well, the way it goes. Well,
0: that makes sense. Um, so
1: don't think that just because you don't know, it doesn't mean that people aren't talking about you because they are. Wow. So mm. you're like, of course, because I'm a great God. <laughs> they love you just, me You're just two, two days away so you're, not,
0: you're not telling me anything <laughs> yeah. Two, two you good work workouts a away A few push-ups lap <laughs> laugh around the track and be right back there I am right. the
1: champion of the world
0: I mean, that's, that's probably why women According to Stanford University Almost 69% of all divorces Started by the women now
1: But I take issue with the actual mm. uh, that. Really? Well wow. You think, but are we actually saying 50% of all marriages end a divorce, and of those, 69% are initiated by women? That's what we're saying. I don't know that that 50% is. I've heard that there there's a little wiggle room. Right Who on the 50%. files
0: for divorce more? But
1: I believe women these days, because apparently, guys, it's unfulfilling to be provided for mm-hmm. and taken care of. So
0: what happens when uh, you know Sally? I don't know what a what I, you know it used to be Sally Homemaker or whatever. I guess now it's Sally Cubicle Watcher, mm-hmm. professional girl, and um, she gets a divorce. She's thirty five. Mm-hmm. Where on, what happens from there? Well, I mean, she's she unfulfilled. Gets,
1: she becomes an influencer, Scott, and she gets on and <laughs> she gets a um, Stanley has a Cup. She her Stanley Cup, and then she like does the workout videos. And then she, like, films herself going on travels and stuff. Uh For real, this is serious. My background as a young, okay, we're going to borrow the Pat McAfee term, as a young, was speaking on abstinence and character education in schools. I started when I was 19, Mm -hmm, okay? mm -hmm. Because I I was born to a 17-year-old. I'm very interested in kids and all that stuff. Listening to a pod yesterday, polyamory is the next sexual revolution.
0: What is that in English?
1: That means that you have an open marriage Mm -hmm. and one or both also allowed
0: to to partake of others?
1: Partake.
0: Well, then why be married? What's the marriage deal for? Is that just to help pay for the mortgage?
1: You know, that's a great question, but... It, it truly is in the universe right now. Outside of uh-huh. the church, people are talking about polyamory, right. like Will Smith and Jada Smith. That thing that happened a couple of years ago. Yeah, you know, you hear the term polyamory and you think, or oh, just mini- like inventing another word right. for wickedness and depravity. Right. Everybody's talking about it, and that is the new thing that's happening. So this idea of swingers is not such an obscure, weird, ooh for uh-huh. shame, get away. Uh-huh. It's normal. So this idea that women are initiating divorce mm-hmm. is logical because of what's happening. They're like, well, just have it all. Have a, have a husband,
0: mm-hmm.
1: have a wife, have some friends. Yuck. Ugh. A that pill. Sounds a pill it seems weird because
0: it seems like men though, now look, I understand historically or whatever, you know, yes, men look at other women and all this kind of stuff, but Greg can tell me if I'm wrong and he will. But it seems to me that men are more likely to be like, no, I'm, no, my wife, my, my girl, my, my woman, my whatever, is not. I'm not sharing her with some dude. Isn't, isn't that part of the way we're wired? I don't even know how this is, women, this is
1: working. Women cheat because they want to change. Men cheat because it was an opportunity. It was just. There's a difference. And why they do what they do i'm not excusing mm-hmm. either one of them but well, I mean, psychologically I I, I would think you it's not a
0: different thing I saw, I saw somebody say the other day they were advising their daughter to find someone did you say this to find someone who loved them that the man yes, loves the sure girl and us? she absolutely the man will love that girl as long as she loves him no matter what it's the difference in the view of the relationship it's this joke of how a woman can love a Ugly fat guy as long as he's rich. Men usually don't care. We're all wired differently, but there's a there's a definite relationship difference there. And this is this is divorce.com. It's on the internet. It's gotta be real. Hmm. That women get divorced because they feel unsatisfied. I don't know what unsatisfied means. It seems like it's one of those gobbledygook terms where I know I can convince myself I'm unsatisfied.
2: I can safely say that since the movie came out, I, we did this movie a few years ago, and and so it made me, you know, pe- people know me or recognize me occasionally mm-hmm. or pretty regularly these days. Um, but I can say, and I thought it was because of the movie that people are a little more aggressive. Ladies are a little more mm-hmm. aggressive to me. Mm-hmm. Um, well, there's some truth to that, maybe, but but I'm not I'm not so sure because. I mean, I'm not sure how much of it is this this stuff that AB is talking about, mm-hmm. um, because they are more aggressive, right? I
0: mean, it's oh, I the see way- what you're saying. The times were changing at the same time, so you don't know right. if it was the movie and the celebrity status, or that that they're getting more aggressive. One of the things, you know,
2: for for a guy, I mean, and I've noticed this, you know, pretty significantly here lately. Back in the old days, like if somebody was going to come up and hug you, right? Mm-hmm. Like, you know, somebody, you, you know, it was kind of a it's side hug. The the it's side the old, and, older, like, yeah, you know, the sideways but, hug. And, and it's it's sweet, but it, right. it there's nothing to it, right? Right. I personally have noticed more and more that that side hug has now turned more to kind of lean, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. Lean, well, lean, lean, in
0: lean in hug. With,
2: mm-hmm. You know, with with other uh-huh. you know, parts mm-hmm. bumping mm-hmm. up on you. Yeah. And, and that's real that's happening today more than mm-hmm. ever in my life times mm. 10. And well, and I don't know, I I know it's subtle and it's probably not even related to this, but I've never thought about it in that way before, that maybe it wasn't about the movie. Maybe it's just the way things are now.
1: Huh. I mean, as we know, as we're unhinged, unmoored from faith, anything goes. Mm. So anything is going. Mm. Um, but I also think, well, it's, I don't even know if we want to go there with that. But I think we're in a different place. And I think women have convinced themselves that because, you know, you you I don't want to be married. I don't want to be tied down. Mm-hmm. I want to be like the boys.
2: Come Jesus comes, all I got to say. God. Yeah. <laughs>
1: And, and so we've lied to ourselves, but this idea that we're not fulfilled really is a girl. One girl envy is the thief of joy. Girl envy. Comparison is mm. the thief of joy. Mm-hmm. So they're looking at one, what one family has and think I media don't have is doing that. It? Yeah, social open. media. I want to explore that in a column actually, because I think social media is really contributing, especially to young women looking at other young women saying, "I don't have this." and I want it, and he can get that for her, and I don't have it, so I'm going to go get it for myself. And so we've lost that. Like you've said many times on the show, what do what do girls need a man for anymore? Mm-hmm. They can get a job. Mm-hmm. They can buy a car. They can mm-hmm. buy a house. Mm-hmm. They can go get IVF and have a child. Mm-hmm. Oh, did I say that?
0: I think you did, out loud.
1: I said that out loud, didn't mm-hmm. I? You did. What do you need a man for? Mm-hmm. And so they've convinced themselves... But then, like all of Satan lies, they sound luscious at first, and then they end up, and you're in the sticks in the wilderness, lost and alone, and you think, you know, what have I and done? Alone and you,
0: yeah, right, right. And
1: so, will they wake up before it's too late? I don't know, because the Bible tells us there's nothing new under the sun. It's
0: fascinating to me, and here's another thing we do in our culture, okay? And we all do it. Men do it. Women do it. We will discuss things that negatively affect, quote-unquote, children. Mm-hmm. We'll include teenagers in that. Mm-hmm. Then we'll include young people, which is probably early 20s. Mm-hmm. And then we'll pretend that there's a magic cutoff date and it doesn't affect us anymore. That's right. Girls, females, much more likely to be impacted with the whole, I'm a transgender, I think I'm LGBTQ, I'm so-and-so. Um, all the body shaming, dysmorphia, mm-hmm. I, I'm, right. I'm, you know, all that kind of stuff. That goes all the way into, and then now we just said that maybe some of the unhappiness with marriage, things aren't good enough for me. Or women are clearly impacted strongly at, at every age, but we pretend like we're not. We reach, we, reached, yeah. we you know, we reach forty. Oh, that doesn't impact me. Oh, it no, it does. Well, it here's still the other
1: does. part. The, the other part that I would be remiss not to mention because I mm-hmm. sat on the board and this group is awesome. And I tell you this when I say this word, mm-hmm. I'm telling you there's recovery. Okay. Okay is porn has affected everybody
0: oh absolutely and absolutely.
1: so i sat on the board of awaken recovery it is an amazing ministry for men mm-hmm. and women who will want to heal from sexual brokenness that is mm-hmm. a the statistics are staggering mm-hmm. but the first place we noticed it was when magic mike came out mm-hmm. 50 shades of gray came out it was the first time that i punched back against someone i'm like what are you doing reading that and then right. you dive into i the was statistics. fascinated that so and many it, women
0: were Oh, I have friends that'll that will still recommend movies, girl. and I'm
1: like, what are you doing watching that movie? That's mm-hmm. disgusting. We know that men see with their eyes, women watch it, and they're like, oh, we're becoming like men.
0: Y'all like the story We part. like the, the, the story
1: part, but that was when I first noticed that there is a there is something changing with women, whereas before, really? we would never have considered it. Right. After that, it wasn't even just a sexual revolution that lied to women and said, you're free. You're really mm-hmm. not free. You're yeah. always free. You're always marked.
2: There's a um, because I read a lot to kind of keep up with with what's going on in the world. um, I get a lot of newsletters. Mm -hmm. There's one. I don't know who owns it, but there's one series of newsletters that's out now. Well, we don't have much time, but I'll I'll go quick. A series of newsletters. One of them is called Elevator, Mm. and I like the what's in. I mean, some of the content of some of of some of their series. Right. Mm -hmm. But but I'm going to show you. I can't I can't show it on here. But let me show you how they lead to again so look that's what they oh
1: oh my gosh
2: but but then it goes into the articles right (gasps) then it goes an article about hearing aids and and the like
1: holy cow yeah
2: but that's how they lead and and this is one of the most popular and i don't again i don't know who owns it but there's like five or six newsletters and they all lead with something like that i don't know if you saw it i didn't see it completely A, a near naked girl wow doing whatever but then it goes into an article about
0: here he Just is. making sure clothes fit is what I was thinking. <laughs> we got to take a break. Wow. We'll be back. Well, welcome back into the program, everybody. This is Alabama Unfiltered Radio. Hey, Don't forget our friends over at 1819news.com. Go check out 1819news.com. It is your citizen-supported truth teller here in the state of Alabama, reporting on what's going on, not only in the legislature, but across the state of Alabama. Um, good reporting. They can't do everything, but they have stories like this one. Craig Monger has a story about the House Health Committee. I, look, there are going to be listeners who say, "You know what? I just you have talked about this issue so much, but it is the hot issue, and it is the issue that is is really showing me again for the millionth time mm. that our our legislators, Mm-mm-mm. many of them, do not." Stop and take time to think about the issues. And then they don't consider whether or not the issues, where where they should take an issue based on their philosophy. Mm-hmm. Sometimes philosophy, you have to say, okay, you know what? I believe in right and wrong. Mm-hmm. I believe in these things. Maybe it comes from God. God says this is right. God says this is wrong, and here I am. Maybe sometimes there's some debate whether or not you, whether or not they raise taxes on uh, wool. Okay, that's debatable. But whether or not um, adultery is right, it's not debatable. Right. God says it's wrong. It's wrong. Period. Yeah, but I won't. I won't. I don't. It doesn't matter. God says it's wrong. I'm not voting for it. I'm not voting to help move it along. Well, what about just a little bit? Just like one day a year. Can't we just have an off day one day? Like, the, what's the movie, The Purge the pur- or whatever? Let's can't we just the have thing. the the adultery day or whatever? A, a, a leap year. February 29th, once every That's four years day. is adultery day. You yeah. leap into the bed with somebody else. Um, why can't we do this? Scott, you're such a Puritan. You're such a pre. We'll call this wrong. Right. And so I'm not really sure. I was always fascinated about whether or not legislators had philosophy Mm -hmm. or if they were just trying to ride the wave. Because there's a real easy out on the wave. The wave is, well, that's what my people want.
1: Oh. Well, I hate that. And
0: a lot of times elected officials will go, well, I'm just voting for what the people want. And many, that's the reason we have a republic. Because what the people want at, at one moment, and I'm for representing the people, okay? I'm for, you know, I was many, many times called a populist. It's funny because the establishment doesn't want you to be for what the people want right. if, it's, if they're against it. But right. if then they're for it, they're, they're right. you know, so they just... Let's do it! Yeah, they just use it against you. Mm. But the reason we're a republic and the reason the founding fathers and others frowned upon democracies and looked at democracies as mob rule... Is because a mob can be whipped up without knowing all the facts. A mob doesn't necessarily Mm. try to find out, hey, was this guy really even around before we hang him, before we have the lynching? Mm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. No one cooled their jets and kind of calmed down and said, okay, let's make sure. I I don't have any problem with the hanging, but let's make sure that this person actually did it, that kind of stuff. Right. And the legislature should not be a mob. And when it comes to this IVF, this in vitro fertilization legislation that magically just, boom, popped up, they are doing mob rule right now. Yes,
1: they are. As fast as they
0: possibly can without listening, they've got the pitchforks out, they've got the torches out, they've got the rope out. And they've decided that they're going to hang or execute the fact that in the state of Alabama, we clearly, from our law, and the court pointed it out, that, hey, we have embryos, little babies, first, first, you know, start of babies, conception happened, outside the uterus, flash of light, the whole nine yards, we have these little babies. And now the House Health Committee yesterday, chaired by Representative Lee.
1: Of the Wiregrass area.
0: Of the Wiregrass area. Doesn't even, apparently according to this article, they pass a bill. Did they pass it out of committee?
1: Apparently they passed it out of committee. Let me look.
0: And weren't even willing to let the opponents even have their say. And this bill... Sponsored by, well, did they pass the Senate version or the House version? The Senate version is done by Terry Collins. the House, health bill. Yeah, the health House. committee passed the bill. Okay, so the House version is Representative Terry Collins from mm. Decatur. Mm. The Senate version is Tim Melf- Melson from Florence. And it would provide civil and criminal immunity to persons providing goods and services related to in vitro fertilization. So if I was there as a committee member I'd be like, okay, how far does related to go? And how much how much immunity do you really want? This is the mob again. So where's the answer to the question of hey, you've got my my sons or my daughters or my daughter-in-laws fertilized eggs. Not just eggs,
3: fertilized, fertilized eggs. A person. You
0: have embryos And you let them die. You didn't take care of them. You were negligent. Are we? Do these representatives really think? Are they really giving complete immunity? That says no matter what you do, you're good. That's what's amazing to me. It's like they're like, oh, we gotta keep it. We gotta keep it going. They are in a mob, right? And They don't even want to hear the other side. There are people on the other side saying, hey, hold up. You can't just hang this guy for nothing. You don't know that he did that. Hey, whoa, whoa, whoa. And they're literally punching them out saying, no, we're going to fix this as fast as we possibly can. And, and what happened in the health committee, at least according to Craig Monger's story, seems like a, a travesty. And I'm just, okay, let me, I'll give you an example. And and people are playing politics with this. Some of these folks who are in that business are playing politics. And I'd make them hold for a while if I was in charge and see how long they want to play politics with it. Because one of the people who testified, and I don't want to, I'm not slamming them because, you know, they're not, they're not responsible. Mm. But they said that they wanted to be able to, transfer their embryos. There's a lady speaking. And she said that she and her husband are unable to transfer their embryos to Colorado due to the IVF restrictions. Now, that court case didn't have anything to do with their ability to transfer embryos, which means their IVF provider is stonewalling them, in my opinion, for political reasons. So that they'll have people who can say, I can't even take my, my fertilized eggs, my embryos to my surrogate mom. Mm. I can't even do that mm-hmm. because of y'all in Alabama. Mm. And I'm like, really? Really? Yep. So anyway, I'll, I'll get y'all's thoughts on the other side. The top <laughs> is up as well. We'll be back. We are back, everybody. This is Alabama Unfiltered Radio. I am Scott Beeson. Amy Best Shavers here. Greg Phillips is kind of around at times. And let's get out to your phone calls. Red Top has an um, 11-year-old doctor. Does Red Top have an 11-year-old doctor? we got to get to the bottom of this. Red Top, welcome to the program.
3: Sure enough. Uh, and uh, I uh, got invited to his first per- uh, birthday party. It was okay. in Atlanta, Doc- Dr. Richard Moore. And sure enough, he was 11 years old. Really? Yeah. What kind of and what kind of doctor was he? He's
1: a Doogie Howser doctor, I guess.
3: He's Doogie Howser. Yeah. <laughs> Do you know why he was eleven years old, Scott?
1: Because he was born on a leap year.
3: Damn! I'm glad. I was uh, really worried about the uh, Good Scott, job. You're not really. You're, you can't be that damn dumb. Yeah, could he, be. Yeah, you could. No. Yeah,
0: you could. I was but, thinking Doogie Howser was made sense. I mean, you know, there's. Child prodigies,
3: sure. <laughs> No, but it was a fun event, that's for sure. And what was even better is uh, his uh, his wife had me paint the outside of his whole two story house a rosy pink. This was in Atlanta. And I knew the minute I did that, I would be back the next year. And they got a divorce. And i it, it was really good for me because they got divorced. I got to re, repaint both of their houses. <laughs> yeah, I made that's, off uh,
0: that's pretty good. Now, was she trying to make him mad by painting it pink? No, 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 no she, she just liked
3: pink, stuff. pink he Pink is great. Mm. Yeah, mm. yeah. And, you know, this stuff about women, uh, you obviously are Southern Baptists that have never read the Bible. What about uh, that's kind of, of a huge assumption.
1: Eve. What about uh, Adam and what Eve?
3: About the story, what about Adam and Eve, guys? Y'all been talking about women this and women that. That's been going on since the beginning of time. I guess y'all missed that first chapter of the Bible, right?
1: What are you saying? I'm sorry. I'm
0: confused. So, yeah, you, you're you way ahead of us intellectually. Oh, so not- explain this <laughs> explain this to us. Connect what talking we're talking about, about with, with Adam and Eve.
3: Y'all were talking about women. You yes. know how women are more vindictive and vicious and all this stuff and never trust them and all that kind of stuff. The story of Adam and Eve, guys. Okay. Mm. Okay, Have you figured it out now? Uh, okay. Uh, okay. You guys, uh, I want y'all to Google something. And uh, then y'all can study it and I might take you a while for to figure it out because y'all went to public school. Uh, uh-huh. But it's, called, it's a new phenomenon called popcorn brain. You
1: got oh, corn all corn corn three of y'all corn. Corn. Yeah. have it. Roll Tide, oh. pop uh, Okay. Social so, media
0: has wrecked our attention spans.
1: Uh, does it take an article to know that, or? Mm-mm. I just well, I wondered, Scott. Hmm. Huh. Okay.
0: More thoughts on IVF? Yes,
1: I have thoughts. And I and I try to keep them very basic. You know, it's serious when I've written them down.
0: And you got your old lady glasses I, on. You know what I do? <laughs> I like
1: it. Thanks. You're ah, much nice, smarter really. than I. Thanks. This pretty nice. And yeah. this is the smartest of all. Thanks everybody. Also would like to let you know that I now have to wear glasses to drive at night. <laughs> I went to the eye doctor yesterday. Welcome, and sister. she was like, "How does Welcome. this feel?" Could, when she when could, she like could got- be the
2: beginning of cataracts. You know that, right?
1: I don't want to talk about that. I just blowing just, just a tiny bit. You know what, that's enough of you. That's <laughs> enough sass. Back over to your side. <laughs> <laughs> um,
2: <so>. Your gerontology <laughs> husband can, can probably confirm that for us.
1: Well, he did say for many years. You know, you're you're like able to judge the distance is just kind of off.
0: (laughs) Check the front bumper. That's the... That's...
1: (laughs) That's some portal joke
0: territory right there.
2: (laughs) (laughs) I
1: can take it. I can take it. Not today. Thank you. All right, look. Here's the situation with, with IVF. Okay. Okay. Number one, it's kind of the theme of the show today with the Jerry Carl race and with IVF is our betters are counting on our ignorance.
0: Yeah, they're out, they're whipping up the mob and go as fast as they can. And it's
1: working off with their heads. Mm -hmm. So there's the theme. That should be offensive to regular human beings that they think we're pieces of garbage that are unaware of the truth. Which should make us go, wait a minute, what's the truth here to start with?
2: I wonder what Jerry Carl's going to do when Trump comes out and endorses Barry. That would be with all of these ads that are running right now. I mean, I understand that it's just a crazy big buy, mm-hmm. and the the buy is saying that Barry is somehow not with Trump. So when when Trump comes out with his endorsement today or tomorrow, whenever it comes, I wonder what Jerry's going to do.
0: He's going to he's keep. Gonna he's hide. going to keep running those ads and hope because his that the ads convince more uninformed voters mm. than the people who will have figured out that Donald Trump indeed.
1: And then he'll have, have to buy saying? the, the Trump, Trump game. tennis shoes to go on Carls, stage to pretend like he's right. you know in the club. He's not. Like we all know, you're not. Well, then you got Nikki Haley's Biden voters who are going to come on.
0: in and vote in that primary. Tricky so Nikki. <laughs> they can make it very close with
1: little Jerry. All right, so they're counting on our ignorance. That's Mm -hmm. offensive. That should be offensive to Alabamians. That's number one. Number two, I perhaps would check committee members, the health committee, that is. I would check their bank accounts today. Okay?
0: Campaign accounts?
1: I would just check. Number three, Laura Clark has something brilliant to say about it. She's on Facebook. She wrote an incredible piece about it earlier in the weekend. My friend Christine Carr has also written about it. Mm -hmm. And Laura's an attorney, as you know. But she says this, and I think this is what's important is number one, big big fertility one. Not little families and certainly not tiny babies. Big fertility yep. just won. Right. And our betters let us know that they're on the side of money. Mm-hmm. And they're on the side of whipping us into a frenzy. Laura Clark points out that IVF is unregulated. And UAB reacted in a manipulated move by halting all operations and refused to resume without perpetual immunity Instead of, instead of simply reforming their practices, which is what other countries have done.
0: Oh, other countries already do the things that we were on the show asking about were were possible? Scott! Oh, now I'm really mad.
1: So, in other words, they want responsibility if harm should befall the children entrusted to them by parents who paid thousands for their creations and love them. The legislature acted in the interest of big fertility and not the families. So families have no recourse. Now here's where I'm going to get a little teary because I'm going to relate it to something in my life. Okay. And I'm never going to say this again. Ever. Okay. And this is the only thing I can relate it to. My father-in-law died in a plane crash. He ran into power lines that were unseen because the balls were not on the power lines. Okay. When we reached out to the power companies, they said, we are immune. The next day when they put the power lines up, the power lines had balls on them.
0: Mm-hmm. Oh, my gosh.
1: So they're told on themselves for what, right. they, for what they did. Right. Um, that's wrong. Mm-hmm. Th- to say big power is immune from putting something up. That can't be seen because you're coming in from a different direction.
0: Blanket immunity. Is Blanket no immunity. Matter, no matter what.
1: Is sick and it is wrong. And then to say what you said a minute ago, we're saying these are human beings. And then suddenly you have weak, bunch of cuss words in a row right now, weak politicians that are racing out on the side of the moneymakers because they can bless and sanctify what they're doing instead of standing with families is unconscionable.
0: I'm with you. Blanket immunity is it's, it's a mob Can't mentality. It. Again, it's run and do whatever they ask so I can go out and tell people, you know, I brought IVF back. Mm-hmm. I'm fascinated with what other countries do, because I guarantee a bunch of those legislators have no idea. And I've got some other things for you on the other side. We'll be back. Welcome back into the program, everybody. Look, I just want to apologize. I've, I've wound myself up again on this IVF thing. Not because, look, there are, people can be on different sides. I'm for it. And I'm, I'm for debate. Mm-hmm. I like debate. I like arguments. Mm-hmm. But I do like everyone in the argument to know the facts. So that we're arguing about the same thing. That's right. And early in the week, because of the mainstream media, this argument was about, um, they thought it was about frozen eggs, (laughs) not frozen embryos. Right. And that was their fault. They were either dumb or purposefully trying to mislead people. The legislature, they're doing their mob reaction. If they understand the arguments. But 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 the way the committee was run yesterday... They did not want to hear Mm. any of the other side that might make someone pause and say, oh, well, maybe there's a better way. Mm -hmm. Now, you said something, Amy Beth, about other countries. Right. Well, what kinds of things do other countries do that that is different than the way we do it in the United States?
1: Scott, I'm so happy you asked. Mm. We ended up on the same website, apparently. Okay. Is that? Never mind. I'm not Mm going to say the thing about Mm -hmm. Great Minds. Greece has one of the lowest costs of IVF treatment abroad. Okay, Treatment is as low as three to $5,000, three 000 to 5,000 euros, 3,500
0: euros. Yeah, I'm going to put my old lady and glasses a euro, back on. Hold on. The euro and dollar, the, trend, the, uh, the exchange rate is like 1.08. So Real you might as well say similar. you're talking about at the top $6,000. Correct. For in vitro. How much is in vitro in the United States?
1: $30,000. Well, it can be 15 to 30,000. 15 to 30,000. It depends 000. on how many eggs you harvest. It, depend, it depends on... I've had people again, tell me 50 to 30,000. Clarifying 70. the language, it depends on, look, we're going to talk about four embryos harvest, you know, mm. the whole process, whatever. Mm-hmm. It is very expensive in the U.S. It is not expensive
0: in Six, other countries. $6,000 in Greece, 2,500 to 4,000 euros in the Czech Republic, 3,500 to 5,000 euros in Spain. Seventeen hundred in Turkey, Denmark. People go to Denmark. Yeah. Five, five to six thousand euros in Denmark. So somebody has to start asking the question: Is this big profit business?
1: Scott, it is big profit business. But did you see? I've noticed two things. One about Turkey, mm-hmm. it can be as low as seventeen hundred dollars. Did you say that? Seventeen hundred. Okay, but they're saying that there's the state of the art clinics, qualified physicians, makes it a very popular destination. But leaping up and looking at Spain, Mm -hmm. they have a very high success rate. And I'm wondering, which I'll look at in this next break, what do they do that makes it have, makes them more successful Mm -hmm. than here? That's very interesting. But this is what other countries are doing. Why can't we do it here? I don't then, know and I would what's love so hard. To see
0: the <laughs> argument someone made about limiting the number of embryos that are created or utilized or whatever, and it just seems that, and maybe it, maybe it is litigation. Maybe it's trial lawyers. Maybe it's the problem with everything. Maybe it's the government. The government deciding what you can and can't do, and therefore they make it more expensive. But um, mm-hmm. I just hope the legislature look cools down a little bit. People figure out exactly what's going on. I hope there's some folks who are smart enough to just say, hey, really? Y'all really shutting down the whole thing? Really? You brought somebody down because you won't let them transport their own embryos? Again, who owns those embryos?
1: Mm.
0: Remember the court case? The Mm -hmm. court case says that they're responsible for the embryos in their charge.
1: Mm -hmm. Right. Okay? Yes.
0: And the reason you're responsible for something in your charge is because you're in charge of something that is somebody else's. Mm. You know, you can you can go out today, Amy Beth, and just beat the flip out of your own car with a sledgehammer if you want to. You That's know right. What? Yeah. But there's going to be an issue if you beat mine with a sledgehammer. That's right. So that that whole story, you just think like, are y'all really stonewalling for for political reasons? So you can have a lady who says, I can't even can't even take my own embryos to that that one bothers me. I would have had to ask questions. Yeah. And and the chairman would have let me, or we would have had problems. Mm. I don't know what kind of I show been there they're, for that, Scott. they're running down there these days in Montgomery. But if I'm an elected official, I don't really care if you're the chairman. I'm going to get to ask a question, Scott. You don't I'm, cut me I'm off. You sure,
1: you don't want to go back?
0: No, because I, I don't want to be uh, charged with assault and battery. We'll be back.